What is going on you guys and welcome back to the channel. If you're new here, my name is Brandon. Joined today with a special... What are you pointing at me I don't know. <laughs> Let's just try it again. No, we don't, we don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't have to try it again. We, we can keep it going, but I'll just go yeah, yeah, okay, we'll just... We'll just okay. okay. Welcome everybody to the video. Today I have another special guest with me. This is my dad. Hey, Brad. Hey, dad. <laughs> so what we're going to be doing in today's video is going over 24 US stocks to buy as a Canadian. We actually did a video on this focusing in on, on Canadian stocks and it got really well recepted. We had a lot of you guys asking for well Americans. Received. Well received? Yeah, well received. It was really well received. It was really well received, yeah. It was really well received. And we're gonna come back with an American version. Canada is very strong in certain sectors, predominantly in the resource sector, in the financials. Uh, actually, the IT sector has really grown a lot and actually taken over. Shopify, I think. Shopify is sort of the big player there. But when it really comes down to things, and if you want to expand the, the universe of investments that you can choose from, well, the US is the place to go as a Canadian investor. I typically agree with that. And that's why in this video, we'll be showing some ideas where they can essentially complement other parts of your portfolio. And uh, essentially, we could outsource some sectors to the uh, US or just abroad uh, outside of Canada. So that's exactly what we plan to do, guys. If you enjoy, give us a thumbs up and do keep in mind that these are high quality companies that we like. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're great buys at the moment. So yeah. throw them on the watch list, keep them in mind, and I'm sure opportunities will come up at some point. I'll start this one off with arguably my favorite company in the US market, and that is the company Apple, ticker AAPL. I'm a shareholder of the company and I'm a consumer. I'm a lover of the actual products. To me, they are just at the forefront of innovation with all the different options they have available and they really get you tied into their ecosystem. They do a great job of that. Not to mention that as a company, this is in my opinion is one of the most well-led companies with strong management. Tim Cook is somebody that I actually highly look up to. I think although taking over, when he took over for Steve Jobs, there was a lot of doubt. I think there's no question that he's done a good job of taking Apple to new heights. The stock is yielding just 0.61%, but I believe that at some point down the road, Apple may end up being a great dividend play. They make a lot of money and they're gonna have to put that somewhere down the road. Well, my first pick today is gonna be the company McDonald's. The ticker is MCD. Now, since I was a boy, McDonald's has always been one of my favorite companies to go to. What I like most about McDonald's, I think, is the fact that they are global in scope. So it doesn't matter what corner of the world you go into, they have a footprint that, that contributes to really strong revenues. Another really great fact about McDonald's is they have adapted over time. I look at them more as a generic food distribution company. We think, we think of Big Macs and Egg McMuffins, but really they will put anything in front of you that the consumer wants. I think back to when I was younger where McDonald's actually had pizzas. Wow. I don't, they don't have them anymore, but if the consumer wants it, they're going to put it on there. I was over in India a few years ago, and I had a McPaneer because, of course, they're not big in the meat over there. So whatever you want, they'll give it to you. McDonald's today is paying about a 2.4% dividend. They've had 19 years of dividend growth. And for that reason, McDonald's is my first pick today. Google would come in for me as my second pick. These are not necessarily in particular order, but Google would be up at the top of my list. The ticker is G-O-O-G. And of course, when we say Google, we're referring to the company Alphabet. But this is a company that, in my opinion, is really involved in all the right spaces. They're involved in the cloud. They're involved in self-driving cars. They're in the digital advertising space. YouTube alone, where you're watching this video, has turned out to be one of the best investments for them 
It's been an amazing investment and a great acquisition, which dates back to, I believe, 2009. In my opinion, online advertising on platforms like YouTube and even their traditional search engine, that's only gonna continue to grow as more companies expand to this type of marketing. Actually, a study that I saw recently shows worldwide, Google still controls about 90% of search vol volume across the world. So you're not getting a dividend on the stock, but this is one of those growth plays, uh, tech stock that I absolutely love. My second pick today is the company Amazon. I'm sure you've all heard of it. Ticker is AMZN. Now, Amazon today is a $1.6 trillion company. It seems like just yesterday they, crossed across, they yeah. went across the $1 trillion mark. One of the key things to Amazon, they have over 100 million Prime members, which is good, consistent, recurring revenue, a key to this company's success. I use Amazon on a regular basis, and people are still coming around to online shopping. A lot of people still are a little bit reluctant to explore, but that's just going to get better as time goes by. Huge growth potential ahead of this company. Now, Amazon does not pay a dividend right now, uh, but they've shown phenomenal growth. And like a lot of tech companies that previously didn't pay dividends who are now, I expect that Amazon will be paying a dividend at some point before too long. Another one of my favorite companies is also in the tech slash consumer space, Microsoft. Ticker is MSFT. Now, Microsoft has a really strong leadership. It's led by one of the top CEOs in the industry, Satya Nadella. In the cloud space, they are a really good, strong competitor with Amazon's AWS with their version, Azure. Azure is massive in size. Microsoft has shown growth revenues of 16% over the past three years, which is fantastic for such a large established company. Free cash flow is something I look at very carefully. It's up 18% in 2020. It is really a cash cow. It seems like not that many years ago, people had written Microsoft off because they weren't adapting fast enough to the new IT space. Look how that turned out. Many people today consider this to be one of the top tech companies in the world. It's crazy how things change like that mm -hmm. with a lot of companies. Visa would be my next pickup. The ticker is V. And this one to me has just a very powerful business model. They just capitalize on spending across the globe. The increase to digital or electronic spending, spending I should say, is also very big for this company. When you look at the numbers, still an, an astonishingly large number of transactions in the world are done with cash. And this is particularly in more or less third world or developing countries. But as they become more and more advanced and technology starts to kind of phase in as more of the norm and more of the commonplace companies like visa companies like mastercard these payment processing companies they're set to benefit from that the company does have increasing competition from companies like square and paypal however if we take a look at the numbers they are posting impressive margins this company operates with a 65 percent margin and that's one of the key reasons why visa comes in at one of my top stocks for my next pick, I'm gonna kick it old school. I'm going with Walmart. Ticker is WMT. I remember vividly when Walmart's annual revenues were $365 billion, and that seemed like an unbelievable number for me at the time. A billion a day? A billion a day. Now, in 2020, Walmart did $523 billion in revenue, which makes it the largest retailer in the world. One of the things that makes Walmart so such a solid pick for me is its economies of scale. In fact, Walmart really invented the infrastructure that so many companies today uh, emulate for the efficiencies and how to, how to actually manage a company logistically. Uh, the dividend that Walmart pays is uh, a little bit less than I would normally like at 1.5%, but it has grown dividends for the past 47 years and it operates with a payout ratio of 38%, which is a very safe number. The 
Last thing I'd say about Walmart is the e-commerce growth section has really done well. Um, again, a few years ago, people were saying, you know, Amazon is going to take over the world. Well, of course, competition breeds this type of, uh, of uh, innovation. And they've really used that to evolve and have a very strong e-commerce division now. My next pick would be the company Activision Blizzard, ticker ATVI. And this is the video game producer that we talk about from time to time on the channel. This company is the company behind some of the most successful franchises like Call of Duty and World of Warcraft and Overwatch, just to name a few, but these are some of the top. I play all of those. <laughs> E-commerce. <laughs> oh, that cracks me that up. No, that cracks me up. E-commerce, in my opinion, is one of those sectors that is one to watch out for in the coming years, when you look at the types of revenues that this entire sector is pulling in. One thing that Activision has done on a company level is they've really changed the model on how they sell games. So back in the day, you'd really sell a one-off game at EB Games, whatever mm. it is, and then you wouldn't ever hear from them again. But now they have these free-to-play models where they actually monetize in-game. You can pay for add-ons, skins, etc., and that's actually turned out to be quite well. You can actually monetize the users far into the future than just a one-off sale. So that's something that's working really well for them. Just to take a look at the last quarter, they posted some phenomenal numbers across the board. And this is actually my favorite play when it comes to the video game sector, along with the company, Tencent. So for me, after a long evening of World of Warcraft, I need an aspirin. I get a headache every single time. I'm gonna to talk today about another favorite company of mine called Johnson & Johnson. The ticker is J&J. One of the things I like most about the company Johnson & Johnson is just the diversity of its product. It's huge in the healthcare space. It's got a lot of consumer products that are, you know, you'll, you'll have on your shelf at home. In fact, I remember vividly back in the day, just patting some of that Johnson & Johnson baby powder on Brandon's butt. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually a top dividend player. Uh, it's got about a 2.5% yield right now. It's got a forward annual payout uh, expected to be just over $4 a share. It's got a payout ratio of around 50%, which is very reasonable for a company that pulls in cash like this. And it has been paying a dividend for 58 consecutive years. One thing that is on the radar and you have to be aware of with J&J &J is the potential uh, lawsuits that they're facing right now with their talcum powder suits. But if they work through that, which I believe that they will, to me, they are truly a buy and hold forever company. I'll move on to my next stock, which is the company Nike, ticker NKE, which has seen some great growth as of recently. And this is a company that I've mentioned many times that I've wanted to own. I'm a big fan of Nike. I really, they're one of my favorite companies out there that I don't own, but this is a company that really leads the charge in the sports apparel space. They're actually so much bigger than that when it gets to the endorsements and sponsorships of anything sports related. The company is obviously based in the U S but their international presence is a huge area of opportunity. In fact, it's estimated that over 70% of sales will actually come from outside of North America in the coming years. And that's areas like China, like India, which are rapidly evolving and developing. Obviously here we have our wide selection as well, but at the end of the day, Nike is a company that I absolutely love and I plan to own the stock at some point down the road. My next pick today is gonna to be the company Procter & Gamble, ticker PG. I challenge practically anybody on the planet Earth to look into their washroom, look into their kitchen, look into their utility room, and not find something that's produced by Procter & Gamble. If you brush your teeth in the morning, chances are you're brushing them with a Procter & Gamble product. This is one of my favorite US dividend companies, and when you look at the diversity of the product that they, that they sell, 
I see a long runway ahead of them. P&G went through a bit of a scaling back a number of years ago where they peeled off, I believe, about 100 of their brands and then consolidated and focused on around 60 or 65 of their top performing billion dollar plus brands. That's made them a much more streamlined company, much more efficient. P&G right now is paying about a 2.4% dividend. Now, the growth rate at about 3% isn't as fast as I would normally like, but they do have a 64-year track record of paying dividends. That's really solid. They have a payout ratio of 56%. Again, for a company with such high cash flow, very sustainable, very comfortable with that dividend. The next company for me would be the company Home Depot. The ticker is HD. And this is a company that obviously operates in the home improvement space. This company actually saw a lot of increased demand during COVID when people were locked down and uh, decided to make some improvements to their home. This is a company that has a very wide moat because of their size. They have a significant advantage. They do face competition from a company like Lowe's. However, at the end of the day, there's not too many companies competing with them. They're kind of in a league of their own. Due to the command and market space there, they are able to pay out a nice dividend at 2.15%. And what I love about a dividend like this is that they've actually been growing at a very fast clip. Their five-year growth rate is up at 20.52%, not to mention that they've been increasing this for 11 years. And I would expect that to be the case going forward. Maybe not at that high of a rate, but I would expect the increases to go out going for to keep coming out going forward. My next pick today is Berkshire Hathaway. The ticker is BRK.B or BRK.A, depending on how much money you have. <laughs> now, this is a company that famously started more than 50 years ago by Warren Buffett and his business partner, Charlie Munger, the lesser known of the two. Now, this company has a very strong history of outperformance. Today, it is sitting on a ton of cash. One of the nice things about Berkshire Hathaway is they don't pull the trigger very often, but when they mm -hmm. do, they call it a bazooka and they go out and they acquire very well-run companies. When Berkshire Hathaway typically buys a company, they let the managers do what they do. Bert Warren Buffett says, I'm gonna pick companies that are well-run, I'm not gonna meddle in them, I'm just gonna be an investor. The B shares today trade for around $235 a share. The A shares, if you feel like picking some up, are trading right now at around $350,000 a share. The company does not pay a dividend, which is very unique for a company that has this much cash sitting on the sidelines. Buffett's philosophy has always been he will pay a dividend when it comes to the point where he feels that the company can't generate a higher rate of return than the individual investor can. My next pick would be the company Adobe. This is another technology company that goes kind of under the radar. The ticker is ADBE and it's quietly been performing very, very well. They've since made the switch like a lot of companies to the subscription based model and that has provided the company with a lot of recurring revenue, which really seems to be the name of the game these days. One of the things that I really like about Adobe is that they're in a very creative space. And as the world evolves and more people are making videos online, as we know, that's the route this world is heading. They start to use and lean on products like Photoshop and Premiere and the whole suite of options. And because Adobe has done such a great job over the years of building up the brand and becoming this leader, this go-to trusted software to use, I don't see that being the case, although they do face competition from new free platforms. I myself am a big supporter, a big user of Photoshop and the whole suite of options. My next pick today is a company called Disney. Walt Disney, ticker is D-I-S. If I had a nickel for every hour I spent with Brandon and his younger brother, when they were little watching Disney movies, I would be a wealthy man today. Truly, Disney is a family favorite. Currently, the company is struggling as we go through the COVID. I mean, they've got a cruise lines, they've got parks and hotels, and those areas have, have struggled. 
To counter that, they've launched the Disney Plus streaming channel, and so far it has been a very great success. They have more than one line. We tend to think of Disney as the parks, but mm. Disney has such a wide variety of income streams that they will navigate through the rough waters we're in right now, and they'll do just fine in my opinion. One of the strongest things about there is their catalog of movies, of characters. They've got stores if you go to the big malls. Those can be licensed out and it's a very strong revenue source as well. They have built an amazing loyal following amongst the youngsters and of course because their movies are, just, are so well done, the parents sit there and watch them with the children and they always add tidbits for the, the adults to enjoy as well. Now Disney has recently suspended their dividend as they work their way through COVID, but I suspect once things are back to normal that dividend will pick back up and it'll be a long time payer. The next company on my list is the company Raytheon Technologies, ticker RTX. And this was the company that was formed after the UTX spin-off with a company that was previously Raytheon, now known as Raytheon Technologies. And this company gives you exposure to the defense segment, along with the airplane uh, aerospace sector, which I know is a bit tougher right now. They have a company that actually makes the big engines for these big commercial jets. One of the things that I really do like about Raytheon is the fact that they really are diverse between their business models. That acts as a somewhat of a hedge and really helps them get through tough times. Take for example right now, which the commercial airline business is obviously a tough space to be in. They do have this backing from the defense side of things where missiles still need to be ordered. They're still getting support from the government. The army still needs to do their thing. That doesn't change. And that's why they're actually able to pay. That's one of the reasons why they're able to pay out great dividends. This is a stock that currently yields 2.79%. And actually, this is a stock that I've been buying personally. I think the stock is still undervalued in my opinion. The next company I'm going to talk to about today is Coca-Cola. The ticker is KO. Coca-Cola is a product that I use every day. And so do a lot of other people. Across the globe, there are over 1.9 billion servings served every single day. This is, truly is a dividend king. There's 58 years of consecutive growth and the dividend today is currently paying out at around 3.4%, which is very attractive. One of the beautiful things about Coca-Cola is that like McDonald's earlier, they have expanded from their sugary soft drinks and as the consumer has evolved, so have they. They're into juices, they're into water, and of course they still go with their staple Coca-Cola, Diet Coke, etc. Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway has about a 10% stake in Coca-Cola. They've had it for a long time. And as everybody knows, it's one of his favorite companies. Last time I was at a Berkshire Hathaway AGM down in Omaha, Warren Buffett was asked, why would you promote something that is so unhealthy? He said, look at me, I'm ancient. He said, I drink two Cokes a day. That's about 25% of the calories I'm supposed to take in. So he said, I'm about 25% Coca-Cola. It's worked for me. I'm gonna keep, keep owning it. To build off that, I'll go with the company Pepsi, which is another one of my favorites, a very close comparable. Today, the dividend is 2.93%. So again, a nice yield, just about 3%. They've actually been growing this dividend at 48 consecutive years. And one of the things that I think sets Pepsi aside from Coca-Cola is that they are a company that is not solely focused on beverages. They've actually expanded into the snack side of things. So companies like uh, Chips, for example, Frito-Lays, these are all falling under the Pepsi brand and that does differentiate them from Coke. To me, that said, both of these companies, Coke and Pepsi, I think you could split hairs between which is better. There's nothing to say that they can't both be good long-term holds and in my opinion, they are. The next company I'm gonna talk about is the company Costco and the ticker is COST. Now it took me a while to warm up to this company. In fact, when they first expanded into Canada, I refused to become a customer because I thought, well, why am I gonna pay to go shop? It just didn't make sense to me. So I kind of boycotted it almost while well, I was wrong. Costco has developed one of the strongest business models that we've ever seen and they were very innovative in the space of memberships. 
virtually all of the profits the company has are derived from their memberships and they basically sell their products at margin just to keep the customers happy and keep them coming back in. Mm -hmm. The majority of their sales come from the US and Canada, but they are expanding into international markets. It's been a slow go, but there is a lot of runway ahead of them in that space as well. Next up for me is the company Cisco, ticker CSCO. And this is one of the companies that provides all sorts of products and services when it comes to the technology space. In particular, one of the areas that Cisco is going to be very apparent in is the 5G rollout. They're going to play a big part in this, and I know that's an exciting area that people are looking for. It's actually a, a big area of advancement in technology going forward. Although Cisco is past its glory growth days that we may have seen back in the rise of technology companies, one thing they have been doing very well is actually growing their dividend. So the dividend Cisco pays today is 3.20%. They've been growing it for about a decade. And the growth rate that they're displaying is actually quite high. We've actually seen it up at 11% over the past five years. My next pick today is the company Starbucks, ticker SBUX. Everybody sees Starbucks outlets no matter where you go. Of course, in North America, where they started there on practically every street corner in every city, but also when you look across the globe, they're gonna, you're gonna see huge expansion, particularly in these days in Asia. Uh, they have a lot of growth planned in China, and with the huge population, that is a huge runway. The other day I went through Starbucks with my wife, the drive-thru, we bought an oat milk latte. I almost fell out of the car. It was a $6 ticket on one latte. I hadn't shopped there for a while, but that's, that's called profit. Uh, the company is paying a 1.7% dividend. They've been increasing the dividend at an amazing clip, nearly 20% compounded over the past five years. My final pick for the video will be the company Lockheed Martin ticker LMT. And this reminds me very similar to the company we covered Raytheon as they both are in the defense segment. This company in particular is known for their fighter jets and they have huge backing from the government from US uh, military spending. Actually, if you look into it, the US military is their biggest customer. One thing that I love about this company is that they operate with long-term contracts and that provides the company with a lot of predictability in terms of how much revenue they can pull in over the coming years. This company, along with growing well over the past 10 years, has also been a great dividend payer. Today, it's yielding close to 3%. It has sold off. The PE currently is trading at 14, but this is a company that's personally high on my radar as a potential ad. My final pick for today is the company MasterCard. The ticker is MA. Much like Visa that you spoke about earlier, Brandon, MasterCard is a ubiquitous company. It's a smaller company, but it is growing at a faster clip. Over the past three years, revenues are up 16%. Net income up 25% over the past three years. I like free cash flow. In 2020, the company pulled in $7.2 billion in free cash flow. The globe is shifting away from cash. There's global exposure. MasterCard will be a big player as we move forward in that space. And I think that right there will wrap up a pretty long list. I honestly don't even know how many companies we have there, but I'll tally them up and I'll put it in the title. We kind of just spitballed. And yeah. That, I think, will wrap it up for today's video. It's not to say that there aren't more. In fact, there are a ton Lots. of other companies, uh, U.S. companies that are out there. These were just some of the lists that we selected for today's video. In fact, there's a lot of other ones that we like that we didn't include on this video. I'd be very curious. If you have a company that's your favorite that we didn't include on the video, leave Com a comment below, yeah. Comment down below. Yeah, yeah. There must be some other ones that were left off of this list, and that's a great point. Leave a comment down below if you have one that was left off. Mm. If you did enjoy this video, however, and you found it helpful, take a moment to give this one a big thumbs up because that helps out big time. That's a great way of showing your support. I've really enjoyed participating in this video, Brandon, and I look forward to uh, further opportunities.
Yeah, thanks for coming yeah. on. Oh, you bet. Well, as always, we do have our investing academy as that first link down below. So if you are a beginner here in Canada, you're looking for courses and training, click the first link down below to learn more. But as always, thank you guys for watching. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you in the next video.